So, we're at the King Rock Boutique Hotel. Now, they need to take a bow. What was great was it was as cheap as the arsehole hotel, as we call it. And because I, I'm some sort of genius level two on booking.com, not really sure what that is and how that happened, we got a room upgrade. Uh, and as it was pretty last minute, we got given the honeymoon suite, which was quite sweet to say the least. Uh, we did our usual thing after a long haul flight, which was to try and get four or so hours kipping. Uh, it just seems to give us a bit of a second wind to take us through to the evening. Um, now to say we hit the ground running is a bit of an understatement. Uh, we were on our first tour within within hours of landing. Four hours later, after going to bed, we were up and getting picked up in a minibus to go on a tour that at least we pre-booked a few weeks previous. Um, Sometimes this uh, is a bit of a must, otherwise, quite frankly, you wouldn't be fucked and would just go back to sleep. Uh, so off we went with the community first, Kompong Kliang <laughs> Floating Village Tour. They were a bit more expensive than some of the other tours uh, that did much the same, but basically they used some of their profits to help fund a couple of small schools within the floating villages. The tour was actually really good. Uh, we stopped a few times on the way to the floating villages. One was to try some sticky rice that they cooked, actually barbecued in sort of bamboo, which was quite cool. Another stop was to try a selection of other Cambodian sweets, including some donuts type of things that were made from condensed milk, which were absolutely gorgeous. Um, the next stop was the actual floating village. We got on a boat and off we went. Uh, it really is crazy how these structures survive and remain standing. They only use bamboo, basically, to support everything. No concrete or steel or any modern construction material, just bamboo and wood. Um, the tour finished by visiting one of the schools, which was just a big room with a few benches and a chalkboard. We did also meet a load of small children from the village. They all ran up to us enthusiastically, especially one little boy who noticed that Lisa had boobs and, and that the most natural thing he should do was to basically reach up and grab them whereupon quite a few other kids thought that would also have a bit of a uh, bit of Lisa tit action which was utterly mental uh, it was over very quickly and was very innocent in nature uh, Lisa was a, a tad startled to say the least a bit embarrassed and gobsmacked and a bit shocked um that's the wonder of hindsight uh, then back onto the boat for a sunset cruise back to where the minibus was parked uh, we got dropped back off in Sea and Reap and went for something to eat in what turned out to be one of our basically favourite restaurants called the Krista. This is where we also discovered Loklak. It's basically a beef, a beef dish which is a bit spicy and in Sea and Reap is served with a fried egg and on top of it uh, and served, it basically comes with sticky rice. Um, so anyway, no rest for the wicked or the jet lagged. So off to bed that evening and uh, as we needed to be up at 4am the next morning to be picked up at 4.30am by our tuk-tuk driver and guide VT. This was certainly a hit the ground running beginning of our trip. Off we went. The first stop was to get our anchor, anchor passes. The ticket office opens at 5 and you can get one, three or seven day passes. This Then it was $37, $62 or $72 depending. Uh, we got a three-day pass as we were going to be spending two full days looking at the temples. Um, 
So yeah, temples, temples, temples. First up was the money shop, Anchor Wat at sunrise. VT dropped us off and it was dark. We followed the people all streaming and to finally find themselves at the, the famous pond in front of the temple. We were on the front row, but uh, we were on the front row, but sort of, but second, I don't know, not, yeah, basically it was all fine for the photos. Uh, there we waited as more and more people turned up. It really was a lot of people. Uh, then the, started to, the sun started to appear, as did the temple, and it was pretty impressive. Very photogenic with the water and its reflection. So yeah, you can understand why this basically becomes a bit of a money shot. And there were a lot of pictures taken, Christ knows how many, by us and everyone else. It's ridiculous. Uh, it was, yeah, it was stunning. And the pictures looked great. Uh, what you don't basically see is all the crowds taking the pictures. Um, so, yeah, I remember shooting a video of of like the wonder, so to speak, and then panning round and seeing all these people, all with their phones and cameras up in the air. Uh, so anyway, that was it. We were off. Temples, temples, temples. And they're all impressive, to say the least, have to be said. They're all built, apparently, in the 11th or 12th century. And I really still can't get my head around how they were actually built. They are utterly massive. Um... The, like the size of the rocks used to build them just blows my mind as to how they were even moved let alone lifted up on top of each other to create these massive structures that are also beautiful and obviously carved and what have you it's just ridiculous couple of the fact that, that a lot of them were built using what was felt to be like special rock from surrounding mountains so they were cut miles away and then floated down river to get where the temple was being built i mean what the fuck it's just utterly mental um, so yeah, I mean, day one, temples, Anchor Wat, Anchor Tom, Terrace of the Elephants, Terrace of the Leper King, uh, Tar Prom, uh, Victory Gate, K-Tau, yes, it was loads. Tar Prom was also known as the Tomb Raider Temple, as it appears in the film, the 2001 one with Angela, Angelina Jolie. Um, yeah, we needless to say we took there was just loads and loads of pictures. I mean, it's just stunning. I find it absolutely stunning. And what it was also is you know, it's it was sunny blue sky, which just makes pictures look so much better. Um, so yeah, so that was the day done in terms of temples. We headed back to Siem Reap for something to eat, ready for returning later that afternoon evening to watch the sunset from a temple. <laughs> So I've entitled this bit Sunset Over Some Trees. Uh, we went to pre-rep pre -rep that evening and took a couple of beers with us to basically watch the sun go down. Uh, to be fair, it, it was a bit shit. <laughs> we were sat on a temple watching a sunset over trees. In fairness, you know, nothing will ever eclipse the sunset we enjoyed in Began in Myanmar a few years ago, where we were on a temple watching the sunset over well, there's basically hundreds of temples, really, which was spectacular. Um, so, yeah, this was... We couldn't see any other temples from the one we were on. So it's the it's the old Cole Pilkington thing of, you know, you'd be better off somewhere else looking at the temple rather than being on the temple looking out. Um, he was talking about Petra. You know, why do you want to be in Petra looking out at nothing? But yeah, same sort of thing. It was just a sunset over some trees and the sunset wasn't great. It sounds really miserable, doesn't it? But that was the truth. Um, 
so yeah anyway we had a couple of beers watched it go down and then got back on the tuk tuk back to see him reap that evening we went to another place at least we had on a list called wild uh, this was known for its spring rolls um it was pretty busy when we got there but we got offered the tree house which actually was really cool um it was just basically up a ladder and it was like on a little platform and uh and whatever you ordered, like food and drink, was you got you sort of pulled it up on a dumb waiter. Um, so yeah, that was quite a cool little experience. And we've just had a couple of spring rolls, whatever. That was sort of our starter and a glass of wine, and then we went off to uh, another sort of restaurant we earmarked called uh, Cousin Garden Restaurant, like a family-run restaurant that had loads of good reviews. The food was good, but we were pestered relentlessly with these little flying midgy things the bastards were absolutely everywhere and sort of marred the meal if we're being honest they just dropped out of nowhere into the table into the food into your drinks it's like jesus christ anyway that was the end of day one uh in and around the temples so ready for day two some more temples so yeah day two which was a bit similar this was a later start though so eight o'clock um so obviously we we got up and we could actually have like a proper breakfast and whatever um and this was basically around the lesser known less visited temples or the outer circuit as they call it um i think this was probably our favorite day in terms of the temples although you know anchor Wat is is a massive tick box um yeah this was basically sort of temple cruising and it wasn't that busy compared not that day one was actually that busy but it was even you know it was even less people um so yeah it's as soon as you've you you know even at anchor what after the sunset had happened everyone sort of disperses and the place is so massive that everyone's just sort of ends up disappearing so day two was even more so you you know some of the temples we had to ourselves um so yeah it was absolutely stunning um on the out circuit there was yeah there were even even fewer people and like the last two temples of the day, which was sort of later on, we there was no one else, just us, which is amazing because they're just beautiful, stunning sort of buildings and there's no one there. Um, we also decided to go to two temples that were even further out, which sort of cost us an extra bit. Oh, well, I say extra bit, it was like $10. It's just utterly ridiculous how cheap it is. Uh, and this was when <laughs> Feetis Tuk Tuk decided to break down. So I reckon we waited for about 30 minutes or so while he tried to cool his bike down. But it's just just that awkward. He obviously doesn't want to let us down. We don't want to just be sort of sat there and there's, there's not really much polite conversation. Only so much polite conversation you can make, really. So anyway, it did cool down and we set off again. But yeah, the, the last part of the day was sort of, um, there was a slight sense of trepidation. Like, as in, is it going to carry, you know, is it going to carry on? Is it going to stop? Is it going to be okay? So, uh, what we oh, we visited, I don't know, sort of six big uh, temples. Um, I can't even can't even say the name of them. Priya Khan, uh, Bante Kadai, Sarasarang. I'm getting these all wrong. I'm sure. Um, uh, basically one of them one of the highlights was what looked like to be a lake but actually it wasn't it was a royal bath it was like man-made it was utterly enormous um 
Another favourite was a, for a very long boardwalk across a lake that was full of lilies, which was very picturesque. The temple at the end was less sort of impressive, but the walk was stunning. And the day was great as well. It was, you know, sun out, blue sky, just gorgeous. So all templed out, we called it a day, went back to Siam Reap and got dropped off at Tevi's place. Fantastic little casual cheap eats restaurant that's sort of solid food solid oh, solid solid yeah had sold some great food and like cheap beer so that was wicked so yeah so that evening we went to george's which is a restaurant uh, but what we were more interested in was that it was also a rum distillery uh, we went for what we call the spank paddles of rum um, which just looks like a spank paddle, but it's got holes in where you put the different shots. You'll get them the same in like craft beer places. Um, so we went for a spank paddle of rums, a shot of each, of basically 12 of them between us. Um, they also gave us other ones while we were sat there, other one, ones they were experimenting and trying out. So yeah, we had quite a few. The best one was one they called an electric daisy, which a couple of people I've since have, have said they've had something similar. And we were told to keep that to last, which we did. And it's basically, they gave us sort of one each of this. You you basically have the shot and then you eat the head off a daisy, which just sounds sort of ridiculous really, but your mouth goes utterly mental, like really tingly, like really bizarre sensation. So that was quite cool. Uh, <clears throat> so we left there and headed for our first wheel look down Pub Street, which was, is in theory, like the lively part of town. And to say... Well, I've never seen so much neon in my life. Uh, to be fair, like I say, we don't really gravitate to these sort of areas anymore. We tend to avoid the sort of touristy bits. But obviously you have to go and, and sort of tick the box. So we end up going into a bar to get a cocktail or their, you know, from their happy hour, which was just utter shite. Um, so we didn't stick around for long. We saw like the people, in theory, selling the tarantulas and scorpions and what have you to eat but you obviously you wouldn't touch them with a barge pole they you know it's just generally kids just you know uh, yeah you just wouldn't uh so we yeah we left there and then ended up back at our favorite krista restaurant um and then back to bed and ho back to the hotel and bed um so yeah so <laughs> the next day basically we had I've titled this Shit Sleep and an Unintentional Early Start. So um, the next day we look forward to a lie-in, uh, having been on it for basically since we'd landed. But obviously that just doesn't happen. So we slept a bit shit and our sleep pattern was totally fucked, quite frankly. So we had a pretty early breakfast and then went off to try and find the local crazy golf course. So, um, but... All I can say is it, it, it wasn't busted local <laughs> at all. Um, so yeah, crazy golf and a crazy early beer. So after walking nearly three miles, most of which we started off, it was fine. We were sort of walking in the city and it was sort of, uh, it was shaded. And then after not very long, it, it wasn't shaded. So for most of the three miles, we were basically staring into the sun with no cover and sweating like a twat. Um, 
and I'm really good when I'm really hot, as Lisa will tell you. It's, um, I certainly don't moan or anything. But yeah, it was really hot. <laughs> so uh, basically 8.45, we arrived and, uh, and I had a beer and it was gorgeous. I was basically dripping with sweat and the beer was really cold and that was it. There was nobody there whatsoever. Funny that, and it quarter to nine. Um, so yeah, Anchor Wat Pup, is it called? It was a great place. The owner was lovely, really friendly. It cost, I don't know, $5 a round and it cost a dollar for a beer. So, you know, what, I don't know. That's just a, a big tick in my book. Um, so yeah, we did that. And then when it was all done, they also sort of said tuck tuck back to town for a dollar each. <laughs> Because uh, so yeah, that was very good. Because I had no intention of walking, sod that. Um, so yeah, we went back and we asked them to. There was basically a couple of um, craft beer places in CM Reap, so we asked them to drop us off at one, like the which is the, the local brew pub. It's called. So yeah, we got there, um, and it was a proper craft beer pub. It was great. It had like eight beers on, three of which were sort of our tipple. Sort of hazy citrus oh yeah what was it hazy citra and a mango ipa which were like three dollars for 400 mil and um so yeah it was they none of them were none of them were sort of they were all pretty strong um so yeah the slightly scary thing is the fact that we sat down to have our first hazy drink which was, I can't remember what it was, like 6% or something like that. And uh, it was half past 10 in the morning. <laughs> so we finished that and tried a mango IPA. And we left there about half 11. So, yeah. Then we wandered some more to find a, to find out what was supposed to be another craft beer pub called CM Reap Brew Pub. But, it, yeah, we definitely didn't save the best till last. It was pretty shit, to be honest. It was, um, oh, it was more of a... Um, like a traditional sort of beers, um, yeah, not what we were looking for at all, really. Um, so like dark ales, honey beer, wheat beer, just yeah, nothing. So we we just didn't bother. So we, I think, had a half just because it was we were, the bloke had taken us to a table and all sorts, and we just felt a bit sort of guilty just to walk out. And uh, and then obviously it was lunchtime to get some get some lunch, soak up the booze, and we went to Christa again just for you know if it ain't broke. Um, so yes, so that was that. That was, that was the afternoon. Then the evening was a bit more civilized, and we went for basically posh nosh and then to the circus. So uh, dinner we had at a place called Haven, which is like a restaurant that helps train local youngsters in sort of careers of catering from learning how to cook to waiting on tables and all this sort of stuff so that was quite cool it was really nice there um highlight was lisa's main course which was fish and mango salad which she absolutely loved <laughs> the low light was uh the dessert which sounded gorgeous something like something like coconut milk rice dumplings which yeah even saying it now it just sounds oh wow that sounds gorgeous anyway it wasn't it was i couldn't really tell you what it was it was like sort of sort of I don't know rice and in like a sort of milk but it just yeah it, it didn't live up to the name of it to say the least so anyway we left there that was quite cool we got a tuck tuck to the camp the f uh, fair it's called P-H-A-R-E 
Cambodian circus. It was a, it was basically, it was eighteen dollars each. It was more of like an acrobatic and dance storytelling thing. Uh, the show was called White Gold, which referred to how valuable rice used to be. Um, it was good. It was uh, sort of a bit of singing and a bit of yeah, spinning and sort of tramp not trampolining, like trapeze type stuff and balancing and yeah all that sort of thing it was good um and then went back to the hotel for some more shit sleep and get ready for our next stage next sort of step of cambodia which was like an internal flight a taxi a ferry and a boat and another boat to the island of Korong salon and uh, there you go so that was our cm reap and uh and this is the end of this bit of the podcast. Yeah, check me out. Um, yeah, that's that. So I will see you uh, in the next chapter. Cheers. Bye for now.